We're about to read Psalm 132, a song of ascents. Of all the songs of ascents, this is the only long, longish one. All the songs of ascents are short, and this one's only 18 verses, but it's long compared to all the others, because all the others are, you know, there's a three verse one, or two three verse ones, a four verse one, a five verse one, a few eight verse ones, a nine verse one. They're all no longer than nine verses. This is the only longer one, 18 verses. So it stands out for that reason. Let us read. Yahweh, remember David and all his affliction, how he swore to Yahweh and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob. Surely I will not come into the structure of my house, nor go up into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find out a place for Yahweh, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. Behold, we heard of it in Ephratah. We found it in a field of Jair. We will go into his dwelling place. We will worship at his footstool. Arise, Yahweh, into your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness. Let your saints shout for joy. For your servant David's sake, don't turn away from the face of your anointed one. Yahweh has sworn to David in truth, he will not turn from it. I will set the fruit of your body on your throne. If your children will keep my covenant, my testimony that I will teach them, their children also will sit on your throne forevermore. For Yahweh has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his habitation. This is my resting place forever. I will live here, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will also clothe her priests with salvation. Her saints will shout aloud for joy. I will make the horn of David bud here. I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. I will clothe his enemies with shame, but on himself his crown will shine. We've been through um, the history of Israel, and there was that point in the history of Israel where David decided he wanted to build a house for God. And we've been over all of this in Second uh, Samuel, and then we repeated it in, in, in the Chronicles, and um, now it's here in the Psalms, and they've kind of made the story of what happened into a little song. David wanted to build God a house, and God came to him and said, you're not the one to build a house. Your son's going to build a house, but I'm going to establish your descendants on the throne forever. And then later on, Solomon prayed and said, Lord, arise to your resting place. So Solomon was the son of David that built the temple. The temple was God's resting place. God came down and filled the temple. So all of those were the physical things that happened. But of course, this all of that had a deeper meaning. The deeper meaning was that the son of David's who was going to build the temple was actually Jesus. The temple that was going to be built was actually, you know, the body of Christ. Our lives built together. And the resting place is us too, because God's going to come and dwell in us. And when we pray for God to arise to his resting place, what we're really praying is that God will come and dwell among his people and his power will be at work there. So we see, for example... David, um, you know, it says in verse 8, Arise to your resting place, Yahweh, the ark of your strength. So the ark of the covenant was the physical resting place which got put inside the temple, but now it's you and I, the body of Christ. We are the resting place of God. In verse 11 it says, Yahweh has sworn to David in truth, and he will not turn from it. I will set the fruit of your body on your throne. 
and the fruit of David's body was Jesus. <laughs> it was Solomon, of course, and Solomon was set on the physical throne. But there's a kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, and Jesus is the son of David, who reigns on the throne of heaven, the, the, the throne of his kingdom, the kingdom of heaven forever. That's the fruit of David's body that this psalm was really t talking about. And um, what was cool about that story was that David wanted to build God a house, and that was an unheard of idea. Like, you know, um, there was already a tabernacle, so um, it wasn't like God didn't have a place. But David was thinking of the Lord. He, he was, it was like he was putting himself into God's shoes, so to speak, and saying, what, what does God really need? I want to do it for him. And that's really rare. I mean, how often have you sat down and thought, what does God really need? I want to do it for him. Have you ever thought that? Most people don't. Most people haven't. Like even pastors, when they run churches, they're often not thinking, what does God need? They're often thinking, what does God want? You know, they're kind of thinking, how can I build this church? They think they're serving the Lord, but it's very rare to put yourself into God's shoes. And David did it. And he said, I'm going to build a house for God. And um, it says here in verse 4, it's quoting David. He says, I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids, verse 5, until I find a place for Yahweh. So David got to a point where he said, you know what, I see something that God wants and I am not having a break until I make sure it happens. So obviously he still had sleep at night, but it's figurative to say that this has now become my priority and I'm going to see that this gets done. And so that's something that you don't see very often either. People that take the Lord's work as such a priority that they put it first and they're going to make sure it happens. In verse 18, it says, I will clothe his enemies with shame, but on himself his crown will shine. That's talking about Christ as well. And Christ's enemies, the enemies of the gospel, will be clothed in shame. But Christ and his crown and his throne will shine. So this was a song of ascents, and it's the longest one. So as they were going up to Jerusalem for the Passover and the Pentecost and the Tabernacle Feasts, they were singing this psalm. And they were singing about how the Lord was establishing his throne and how the enemies would, would uh, be clothed with shame, but the Lord would shine. Well, you know what? These are wonderful things for, you know, they were thinking of it very physically, but these are wonderful things for us to think about and to even sing today too. Lord, thank you for Psalm 132. Thank you, Lord, that the name of the Lord will shine. And I do pray that, that your glory would shine in our society and in our culture. Lord, some people say that the Christianity is dying. It's not. Lord, that's rubbish. Lord, I know it's being temporarily scorned in some Western countries. Lord, I pray that you would overturn all of that and that the name of Jesus would shine. Amen.